Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Quarantine Chronicles with me, Melissa. All right. Hey, everybody. How we doing? How we doing? You guys, I don't know what it is, but I recorded or attempted to record this episode twice and I wasn't feeling it. So (laughs) um, hopefully the third time's a charm, right? So happy Wednesday or whatever day it is that you're listening to this, but I'm really happy it's Wednesday, halfway through the week. We only got two more days to go. Even though we are working from home, we are still working, you guys. So I hope everyone's having a great week. And believe it or not, this is the fourth week that I am at least home. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like we're pretty much all on the same work from home page. And it's been about that four-week mark of being quarantined, working from home, and it's wild. It's kind of, it's, it's a month. It's, that's insane to me. Um, so that's where this topic kind of came from. I was going to do a working from home tips, tricks. But before we get into the tips and all that, I'm going to explain to you what I do. I know I touched on it briefly saying that I'm a teacher, but I'm going to go into more detail about how my day would be if I was actually at the school and why I had such a hard time transitioning into this remote teaching that we're doing now. So we're going to go a little bit into touch on that briefly. We're going to go into the remote teaching, remote learning, and kind of like what it is, my point of view on it. And then we're going to finally end with the tips of working from home. So on that note, uh, hi, I'm a teacher. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm not stopping this recording, you guys, because I that was pretty good. So we're two minutes in. I'm keeping it. That's it. That's how it's going to go. I'm not restarting this again, Melissa. <laughs> um, but so can I just say this really quick? I was supposed to start recording at 6 o'clock. It's 6.32 right now, if we're being precise. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, So I brought everything downstairs. I like laid out kind of like my podcast setting that I have. I have the door open because it's still light out and it's sunny and I wanted to get that natural lighting in. And then I was like, wait a minute, I can't see anything. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have my contacts in. I forgot my glasses. So I had to go back upstairs. And then of course I can't see anything. So I couldn't find my glasses. (laughs) And then I finally found them and I don't remember putting them there. Don't you hate that? You like put something down and you're like, I I did not put these there, but you did. So then I came downstairs and then my dog was outside barking at a recycling bin. And I tried recording this intro two times and that wasn't happening. (laughs) So yeah, but we made it. We're here. Intro's going great. And I just hope everybody's having a fabulous week so far too. I hope, I know Sunday I was kind of down in the dumps. Um, and a lot of people reached out, which was amazing. Thank you for that. Thank you for everybody who reached out. That was very sweet and nice of you guys. 
Um, and I hope everybody else's week is going good. I hope, you know, we're all trying to stay strong and we're just trying to get through this quarantine day by day. And if you're working home, working from home, like myself, I hope you really enjoy these tips. Um, even if you guys have some tips for me that have been helping you, but maybe I didn't mention it, please let me know. Um, one of the like one of the things that I'm liking that's coming from this podcast is that people are like texting me. And they're like, hey, like, I heard, like, you say this in your podcast. And like, and like, we're having like a conversation about it. And I just think like, that's all I wanted, pretty much was for people to like, feel like they had someone to talk to during this time. And shout out to Courtney, but Courtney, you're also in the end of the episode shout outs too. But you're special, I guess, because I'm shouting you out twice. So um a shout out to Courtney. I work with her and I was actually working out at the time, but today she texted me and she was like, she, I'm going to mention this in my free for all Fridays, but we were just kind of talking about the Tiger King episode and she told me some stuff, but I'm not going to spoil it. I'm going to save it for Friday. And she told me some stuff and I couldn't believe it. So she also said I didn't start that episode with, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. And I really wish I did if I could only go back and edit it. <laughs> um, but that's actually the most popular episode that I have right now, which is wild to me. <laughs> but anyways, okay, so we're going to get back on topic. So this is episode seven. We're going to be talking about remote teaching, remote learning, tips for working from home. But let's start from the beginning, you guys. So what I do, or I feel like that's past tense now. What I, I mean, I'm still a teacher, but before all this coronavirus quarantine happened, I was going to, I was a teacher and I was actually physically in, in the school, which is really weird to think about because it's been a month and I'm like, oh my gosh. But so I'm a one-to-one -one teacher who teaches kids with autism. Um, during the day, if I was at the school, I would have, so our hours were seven to three, but the kids didn't, the kiddos didn't get there until like 8.20ish. And we would go until the three o'clock mark. So I would have a different student pretty much either every half hour or every hour. And we would just kind of rotate the kids. Um, I'm trying to have this make more sense for you guys because I feel like that's not the most detailed. But so basically we have different teams and our specific team, the one that I'm on has 11 kids, I believe. So every like half hour or hour will like, I'll have a different student. Um, and yeah, so you're not going to like see all 11 kids some days. Like sometimes you only see like three or four, depending on the day. We don't come up with our schedule, someone else does, and they kind of like pick the kids that we're with for the time during that day. So throughout the day, we, you know, we, we have the snack time, we have lunch time, we have the recesses, and then we're just doing programs with them um, throughout the day too. So 
every kid's different, obviously. So, well, some kids like you'll do one program and then trade in or some kiddos work for time and then trade in. So it really varies kid to kid. But basically, we're with them in person one to one. Um, they have all of our attention. So if they like obviously need anything, but also like we focus on them and like just them for the time that we're with them. So um, I was always on my feet. I was moving around um, and like maybe I would be on my feet sometimes doing programs with them. It depends on the day, honestly. It depends on the kid. But for the most part, I feel like I was always on my feet. I was always moving around. I was always, you know, transitioning with the kiddos. We have recess, gym time, all that jazz. Sometimes I'm just like chasing my kiddo to catch up with them, honestly. But the main thing from there, from this kind of like spiel is that I was always moving. Like I would easily get 10,000 steps. And you're always on your toes too. Like you always want to be prepared kind of for what's going to happen or like depending on the day with that kiddo. But so the main point is I'm <laughs> always on my feet, always moving. I would get 10,000 steps easily from working there. And then obviously this coronavirus stuff happened and we were told that we're going to start working from home. And this is going to go into the remote teaching slash remote learning part of the episode. And this is all in my opinion. No articles in today's episode, just my thoughts, my opinions, and kind of my take on this remote teaching. So at first, like the first week that we were off, um, or not off, but working from home, was very odd. I was like, how, like, how in the world are we going to do this? Like, how are we going to be working from home? So at first, it was like, we we were doing like a lot of trainings and stuff. And it wasn't really much with the kids. And then, um, like, the second week, I want to say that we were home, we were starting to contact the kiddos a little bit more. And we were starting to do programs with them. And I feel like so this is the fourth week, maybe like the third week that we're doing video chats with the kids. And I feel like now, like the kids are getting some of the kids are getting used to it. And but I also feel like now I'm getting used to this remote teaching because it is literally you guys like a whole different world. Like it seems like it probably doesn't seem like a big deal. You're probably like, well, what's the big deal from, you know, just being with the child, teaching them in person to just like talking them, talking to them over the laptop or like through Zoom or through Google Hangouts. And for me, at least, like, it's totally like a 180, like, it's completely different, different experience. Um, yeah, and we're going to kind of go into why. But so <laughs> being a millennial, I was like, you know what, like, this is going to be easy for me. Like, we grew up like I'm a 90s baby. Okay, I, I grew up with AOL. Um, <laughs> and 
I grew up with those Nokia phones with like the snake game. And I was like, I got this. Like if I can beat that snake game on the Nokia phones, like I can do this remote teaching. And let me tell you guys, (laughs) I didn't realize how bad I was at technology until, or I guess maybe even teaching through technology until this whole thingy happened. And there was a point where I was, um, trying to like prompt one of the answers for my kids. And I was like pointing on my computer screen and I was like, yeah, like the answer is, and I was like literally like taking my finger and like pointing it to the screen. And I'm like, oh my, and like the poor kiddo is just like staring at me being like, um, Melissa, like, what do you do? And I'm like, the answer is tap, tap, tap. And they're like, staring at me and I'm like oh my gosh like I didn't even realize like you can't see what I'm pointing at. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that um another difficulty that I'm running into is that I'm not moving that much and I didn't think that would be an issue I'm like oh my gosh this seems like amazing because I'm usually on my feet the whole time And I was like, oh my God, like this sounds amazing. Like I'm not going to be like, I'm going to be in my comfy chair and I can be in my PJ bottoms if I want, like no one can tell. And it is awful. You guys like my back, like the first two weeks, my, oh, I see. I just moved the wrong way. Oh, oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, Yes. I'm only 27 by the way. Um, But I like my lower back wasn't used like my lower back is just awful from doing all the things that I've done that I shouldn't have done physically physical activity wise um but my like my lower back was really stiff and my legs are stiff and just my whole body is stiff from sitting from seven to three and this was the first two weeks so this was like before I developed the system that I have now that seems to be working for me but before I was like oh my god like my shoulder I remember my shoulders and my neck were like awful like they were they were just so stiff and I couldn't move and I felt awful like the first two weeks and I was like oh my god like this working from home thing is is not for me like I don't know how people can sit for like their whole eight hours like I just I can't do it and um I remember that being like a big issue for me when I first started and I'm also so I used to probably get like 15,000 steps a day and I'm not even making 10,000 steps now from working from home. I'm not upping it. Like I'm not saying like I'm, <laughs> I'm going to try and hit that 10,000 mark because I think I'm doing good. Like I'm doing my insanity. I'm walking a mile every day. I'm not going to up the mileage on that to meet 10,000. I'm good where I am now. But I'm just saying like the physical activity that I didn't even realize I was doing when I was at the school compared to now, it's tough. Like it's tough to hit that 10,000 mark um, if we're looking at steps. And Um, When I first started this podcast, I think I expressed a lot that I was very stressed out and from from my job. And I think in the beginning, it was tough for all of us because they kept switching stuff like they were like, "Okay, you guys are going to be making, you know, this. And then the next day it would kind of be like, just kidding, like we need you guys to do this. 
And then one day they were like, hey, you guys need to make programs for or materials for all your kiddos programs. And like, here's your time frame for for doing it. And it wasn't anybody's fault. Like I wasn't mad at anybody. Um, but it was just like, oh my God, like it, it was just super stressful. I'm like, okay, like we don't even have like a full 24 hours to go and, you know, make all these materials for the parents to use. But then on top of that, like we had to make sure the parents were understanding what the programs actually were. Because for, I mean, honestly, like before I was in this job, I had no, like there's a certain language to it, I feel like. And I had no idea what anything meant. And sometimes I still like, I get confused between receptive and expressive, like all that stuff. Like I need to Google it sometimes. So I just feel like for someone who hasn't worked in ABA, like it's completely like a different language. And we had to make sure that the parents were understanding what their kids were, were doing for programs in case if they wanted to run programs with them. Um, and then from there, we, we kind of got like the okay, um, to start like the video sessions with the kids. And that's kind of, we're like two, two and a half weeks into it now. And I, I feel like we finally, this week was like the first week that everything kind of made sense. Everything was organized. We kind of like got into a rhythm of stuff. And we did it quickly. I'm going to be honest. Like in the beginning, it was super tough, super stressful, like I mentioned. But I feel like this week, like our teams got it. Like I'm like, okay, like we all got this. We, we're doing pretty good. So um, yeah, so I just kind of have a little section here for us teachers, um, or even if you're not a teacher. So I think a lot of people who are not teachers or um, have never been a teacher before. I'm not like outing you guys, <laughs> but I feel like that we are a little bit, what's the word that I'm looking for? Underrated? Mm, that might be it. I Or overlooked. It's, I feel like that means the same thing. <laughs> um, but I overlooked was the word I was looking for. So I feel like teachers are overlooked sometimes. And I, you know, a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, like you're working from home or like, you know, like it's this big, like easy thing for us to do. And for any teacher, like for anything that takes some type of teaching method over the internet, um, it's tough. And I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, but like you're home, like it's so easy, like you get to enjoy this time, which I don't know. <laughs> um I mean, like, yeah, like I, I enjoy being home, but I feel like with anybody to a certain extent. So for or like they'll be like, oh, this might this must be like a vacation for you guys or, you know, like stuff like that is comments that I have been hearing or either seeing other teachers get from whoever they're talking to. And I think that's where we're kind of overlooked in this situation 
because it's not like a summer vacation. It's not like a winter break. Like we, and I'm honestly like, so there's like the one-to-one teachers, which I am. And then there's, you know, the SPED teachers who like make the actual programs and like the IEPs and stuff. And then there's the BCBA who pretty much like overlooks us all. So they're the ones that I feel like they're like, you know, how are we going to do this? But like over the computer and, you know, but I mean, credit to everybody all around because us one-to-one teachers, like we had to make materials, we had to explain Um, to the parents what each program was but so as a whole like I just wanted to give a shout out to just teachers in general like we had to take pro like we had to take in-person teaching and put it on this laptop through a screen and like I said it sounds easy but it's not and um, we always I feel like as a, a teacher um I feel like I can say this for the majority of us, but, you know, we, we put our kiddos first and at least for me, this is why I always kind of felt drained at the end of the day and mentally exhausted because I was so, and I still am just, you know, always putting the kiddos first, making sure you know, just like the little stuff. I'm not going to go into it, but you just want to make sure that they're doing good and that they're still getting um, education, especially during this time is what I will say. And I feel like if we're, we're all working hard, just as hard if we were at the physical school, if not, we might be working a little bit more because there's a little bit more that's going into it now. So, you know, making PowerPoint presentations and yeah, just like little stuff like that, that's taking um, more time throughout the day for us to do. And moving on, (laughs) but honestly, like this whole thing, like the remote teaching, remote learning, it feels good knowing that and I kind of said this when I said that we're putting our kiddos we put our kiddos first but it's good knowing that we're trying to keep our kiddos education moving and going forward like we just didn't stop um you know teaching like we figured out a way that we could present to these kids what they would be learning if they were actually in school but you know, they're learning in their houses this time. (laughs) And but I just I think it's, you know, it makes me happy. It makes me good knowing that we didn't give up. It was very stressful in the beginning. I'm not gonna lie. And but at the same time, I'm just happy knowing that we're still teaching these kids. And it's nice seeing their faces, even if it's through a screen. All right, so that's kind of my little spiel about don't overlook teachers, okay? If you're a not if you're not a teacher and trying to, you know, put this in a different perspective for you. Um, and the next time you see a teacher, just thank them because we're we're really stressed. I woke up with the gray hair this morning. yeah we're all you know we're all tired we're all mentally exhausted we're all just making sure 
everything goes as smoothly as possible during this crazy time for the kids and also their parents too. So if you see a teacher, you know, give them a high five or no, don't actually (laughs) give them a high five six feet away or just message them and be like, thank you for doing what you're doing right now with this remote teaching and all the stuff. Okay. That was my spiel from that category, that section of the podcast and moving down. So my tips of working at home. So I explained the craziness of everything, right? You know, the kind of compare and contrast. Look at me being a teacher right now. (laughs) We kind of compared and contrast working from home compared to working at the school, how I was very um, physical over there, moving around all the time to now I am sitting in a comfy chair and I'm not hitting the 10,000 step mark, but that's really not an issue for me. I'm okay with it. <laughs> um, so these are kind of my tips of over this last month. And I hope they help you. If I'm missing anything, if you have any tips for me, please let me know. But so we're going to start with tip number one. All right. So I must have moved my spot three times. Ooh, I want to say four times. One, two, three. Yeah, four times since I feel like I actually am like okay with the spot I am in now. And um, so I started originally in a bedroom and then I moved to like the dining room area because what was happening is in the bedroom, there wasn't a lot of sunlight. Okay. And then so in my previous podcast, I was like, hey, guys, like pretty much the weather affects, you know, my mood. So I was in like this dark bedroom, I'm in the basement. So there wasn't a lot of light coming in. And I noticed like my mood wasn't that great. So I'm like, okay, let me look at the space I'm in now. Okay, I'm in a dark room. Let me try moving into like the dining room area. So I'm in the dining room area. I liked it at first. Um, There's a lot of light in here, but there wasn't a lot of natural lighting. So then I kind of moved to, there's like an archway that connects from the kitchen to the dining room area. And it's more like there's a window to my left. There's the door all the way to the right. And this is a spot that I'm liking right now because of the natural lighting that's coming in. And even if it's rainy out and, but like, it's still daylight out, if that makes sense. So I like still, I like to still have the door open. um, And I like to still have the shades open. So my biggest tip for you guys is to try to find a room if you can. Um, this is all kind of like, it varies because we're not, every house is different. Every apartment's different where you're working is going to be completely different from where I am. But I would say my biggest and like most important tip is to just find a room where natural lighting is coming in, open up the shades, open up the door, um, and just get that natural lighting inside because it really does make a difference, at least for me. Then, so this is another big one too, just as important, I would say, as getting the natural lighting in. So um, getting up every half hour 
or sorry, every hour, or, you know, if we're feeling like a go-getter that day, every half hour to just move around. I do my laps like back and forth in the hallway. And I would say I do it like every hour. So, and it helps because our work log is like seven to eight. Then like at the end of the hour, we write down what we're doing. So right before, um, it's like the time that I usually do, like at the end of the hour where I usually write what I did for that hour, I'll say, okay, like before I do that, like, let me just go walk up and down like the hallway a couple times. Let me get some fresh air if it's nice. So, and it doesn't have to be long, but, um, like, cause I'm literally attached to my computer And if like something comes in, like I'm just that type of person who feels like I need to like respond right away. Um, It's that, you know, it's that good, good anxiety. So every hour, half hour, um, I get up to move around and then you can do, so I'm doing a squat challenge right now. So like today was a hundred squats. So I broke that up into like, how many times do I go for my walk? And then I'll squeeze in the squats there or anything like any, like sometimes I'll do jumping jacks, even though it sounds really silly, but just something that, that gets your body moving. So it doesn't stay so stiff. So let's go on to the next one. So I would say whether you're living with someone or even if you're not, I think talking to people for like two or three minutes, it really makes a difference in the day. Um, Because we still want to be social, we want to make sure we're not isolating ourselves and while working. Um, So even though, uh, even if like you are a teacher and you are FaceTiming people or Zooming your students, you want to make sure that there's a time during the day where you're talking to like a close friend or a family member, just to kind of still have that like human contact. The next tip that I have for you guys is to go outside. Simple as that. So if you have a couple minutes between, you know, whatever, a Zoom session, a meeting, a call that you have to make, just go outside, get some fresh air inhale the fresh air, exhale (laughs) the house air that we've been sitting in. And it's just, it's super important to go outside, just get that fresh air in. even, you know, feeling the sun on your skin feels amazing. And it just, it kind of clears your head a little bit. So even today, I, you know, I worked, I worked out inside. It's just my personal preference to work to work out inside. And then I went outside just to get some fresh air. And it's hard to explain. But just taking like a deep breath and being outside totally changed my mood. And I felt like so much better. And I was like, okay, like I feel a little bit calmer now. And I was just ready to to start doing my podcast cuz you want to keep your your structure of the day the same i suppose uh so 
sometimes when after work we're fried, like our brains fried, we're tired. And I don't like to have that attitude or I don't like my myself. Like I, I don't let myself get to that point. So, you know, cause you still have the rest of the day. So I'm like, no, like I'm not going to be wasting it in my bed or, you know, just kind of doing whatever, being lazy. I was like, I want to do this podcast. I want to do this. And what helped me was going outside, getting some fresh air. And I was like, all right, like I'm ready. I'm good to go. So it gives you energy too. Like it gives you energy to go outside. But even if it's it's during work, like sometimes uh, before a meeting or before a video session, I'll just go outside, take a couple deep breaths, you know, walk around a little bit and then come back. It's just, it's good for the mind for a change of scenery and to get fresh air. Moving on to don't forget to drink water. Do not forget to eat your meals. Make sure uh, we're drinking water throughout the day. What I usually do is, and I'm running out, you guys. I'm running out of my gallons. I mean, I always carried a gallon. (laughs) I feel like if you ask anybody that I worked with between any job, uh, the gym or the school, I'm like the person known as carrying a a gallon of water with them. But I'm a visual person, which I've said before, and I need to physically like see how much water I have um, had for the whole day. So if you don't have a gallon, that's fine. Um, But I I would just say like, I mean, you don't have to go to this extent, but I'm just going to put it out there because I know there's someone out there like me who likes to know how many ounces of water. But if you don't have a gallon handy um either like water bottles they have the ounces on it or just have a cup in front of you and keep track of how many cups that you have had throughout the day and for your meals I forgot to eat lunch on yesterday Tuesday and I was so hangry And I was like, why? Like, why can't I focus? Like, why am I so tired? Why am I angry right now? Why am I getting annoyed by everything? And I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't eaten since this morning. And I thought that would never happen, you guys, because usually, like, my stomach, you know, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm hungry. My stomach's making noise. But for some reason, my appetite hasn't been the greatest. And I'm sure it's because of, you know, being stressed, but also from just not moving that much anymore. So I don't know. I don't know if that's what it has to do with. But (laughs) um, yeah, so set a timer if you have to, because time can slip right by you. And we're almost done, you guys. I want to say I have about like two or three more tips for y'all. We're doing good on time. I'm trying not to make these too long. (laughs) All right, let's see. What do we got next? Oh, this is a super important one. Um, To make sure that we're keeping our morning routine as similar as possible. I guess I should have did this PSA announcement before. I do not have any kids (laughs) Other other than the ones that I teach. And I just... I give credit to all all the parents out there. Um, yeah, it's you guys are amazing. So, but and the reason why I say this is because if you have kids, obviously, like 
your morning routine is going to be a little different because you have kiddos to take care of. (laughs) So, but for me, I don't have any kiddos. So I'm trying to keep my morning routine the same as possible. And I'm sure if you do have kiddos, like you want, you're making sure that your kiddos morning routine is as similar as to what it usually would have been. So my advice to you is to just try and keep it the same And like I wake up or mm, I don't really wake up the same time now that every like I don't have to drive anywhere. But, you know, I still have my same alarm going off. I wake up getting changed into clothes that I would not. I mean, so (laughs) the clothing that we wear at our school is very comfortable Um, the only thing, cause you want to like be able to run and like all that stuff. The only thing that I want to say is different is that I can wear hoodies now. So my, um, dressing, like my clothing is the same, but for people who like need to dress up for your job, like don't feel like you have to do this part, (laughs) but mine's pretty much like similar. Like I have to, I can wear leggings at work. Um, I can wear sneakers at work. They want us to be very, like, not only comfortable, but just be able to like move to go into like different, you know, movements if needed with the kids. Um, So yeah, so my my clothing is what I would honestly normally wear. And I wear sneakers too. like, I still wear my sneakers. It's just it helps like, I guess, tricking your mind almost like, okay, like I'm going to have sneakers on, like I'm going to have my work clothes on, like I'm going to work, like you get into that mindset, even though you're home, like you're still, you're, you're still working. So keeping my morning routine has definitely helped. Like I wake up, brush my teeth, wash my face. I just don't put makeup on anymore, which has been amazing. (laughs) Um, I have my coffee and like all that stuff. So like, as you normally would. And then after work, I kind of touched on this a little bit, but just making sure you're still doing something for you, just like you normally would. And um, like after work, I would on most days on three days out of the week from job number one is how I explain it from job number one, the school, I would go straight to job number two, which is the gym. And that's where I like teach boxing and stuff. So I'm like, okay, what, like, what am I going to do after work in bunny ear quotes to kind of still keep that same schedule going. And that's why working out has really helped me. So like, I'll, I'll do my work. And then I'll say, okay, time to get changed, trying to get into those gym clothes, we're still working out just like I normally would. Um, and keeping that schedule has definitely helped too. And the last thing, my last point that I have for you guys is to be true to yourself about the hours that you work or to be strict on yourself about the hours you work. So if you're flexible in creating, you know, your own hour range, then, like, let's just say it is seven to three, then make sure once that clock hits three o'clock, like you exit everything down and you, you know, like you shut your laptop off, you shut your work phone. If you have a work phone, 
and you just you don't check the email. So I was always one too that never connected my work email to my personal device. It's just that's not going to help me mentally. I like I if I'm out of work, I want to be out of work. And um yeah, I kind of just I'm was I was always like that to be honest. So just kind of being strict with yourself like you're like okay, you know, my my 8 hours are done and not, you know, still working because then you're cutting into your own time. And, you know, if you had any hobbies that you wanted to do or anything that you wanted to do for yourself after work, that's the time that it's cutting into. And and I think that's honestly just as important as all the other tips that I said. So last night I was like, oh, you know, it's it, it was nine o'clock at night and I was like, oh, like, let me see who I have first tomorrow for like video sessions. And then it was so hard not to, but I was like, Melissa, like, no, this is your time away from work. Like, don't check anything work related until the clock hits seven o'clock tomorrow morning. And for some people, it's hard. But for some people, this probably comes easy. But I think it's just, you know, it's a good reminder to make sure you're strict on yourself about that. If anything, any tips, I feel like that one, the hours and just getting up every hour to move around and keeping the natural lighting and going outside. Actually, all these tips are pretty important because don't forget to drink the water and eat meals. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So that is all for this podcast, you guys. We did it. We did another one, episode seven. Are these coming easier to me? Do you wonder? I still get a little nervous before I hit the record button. It's very uh <laughs> it's very interesting, but I feel like I'm I'm getting there, you guys. I'm I'm going to get good at this, I promise. I think I'm I'm pretty good, but I'm going to get even better. So, time for the shoutouts, you guys. So, I have 3. So, all the teachers all the teachers out there, this is a shout out to you guys. I think we're awesome. And I think what we're all doing is great. And just keep going. I know this is a stressful time for us, but hopefully we're getting in the rhythm of things. The workload is not, you know, taken off us. The workload is getting packed on, but hopefully we're getting into a rhythm where we're kind of getting used to these video sessions and remote teaching. Moving on. Thank you, teachers. You're the best. Second shout out, Courtney. What's up, Court Court? <laughs> uh, yeah, I already gave you a shout out in the beginning, but here we are. Thank you for listening to my Tiger King one. Thank you for telling me all those things that I'm going to mention in Friday's podcast. You're the best, girl. You're the best. And Coda, Courtney and Coda. This shout out's for you. Code is her amazing dog. <laughs> and Wes, I am shouting you out. It's been long overdue. But Wes is a nurse, so thank you, especially for, like, you're still working. And I don't know. I don't know how you're doing it, man. But thank you so much for for being an amazing nurse and just working during this crazy time. I really appreciate it. 
Thank you for listening. Like, imagine you guys working at a hospital right now, but not only that, coming home and listening to my tedious podcast. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, thank you, Wes. I appreciate it. I hope to see you soon during all this is over. And to everybody else, of course, like every podcast, thank you so much for listening in. I really appreciate it. Uh, It is Wednesday. If you're listening today, we have two more days. We got this, you guys. We can do it. And thank you so much again. So much, so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. Like, you have no idea. I will see you guys on, or I won't see you. Well, yeah, I'll see you guys on Friday. (laughs) I'll, yeah. You guys know what I mean. Friday's the next podcast. It's going to be a free-for-all, and it's going to be awesome. Super pumped for it. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, stay home, and we're going to get through this, you guys. I promise. I will see you guys next time on this lovely podcast. I think I already said that about five times, but you know what? We're rolling with it. So this is my last goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Have a wonderful night. See you later. Adios. All right, no, I'm going to leave. Bye.